Welcome back, everybody, to the San Dimas School of Film. Um, we have a very special, well, a new episode today. It's a bit different, as we seem to be doing a lot lately, introducing <laughs> new stuff. Yeah. Very um, as usual, I'm Tim. Um, Al, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very good. Brad, how are you, mate? Excellent. Excellent. Slaney, over there? Yes, doing very good. And, oh, special, special guest. Special guest today, we have Mama Oldfield in the house. Libby, Libby Old, I'm going to call you Libby, is that okay? That's okay. Yeah, I cool. can cope with that. Yeah. How are you? Hang on, can we I'm all really just call good. her mum? Yeah. Mum. Podcast yeah. mum. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast. yeah. It's going to be mum. Mum's okay. good. Mum from now on. That just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm way more comfortable. know, everybody who's a mum answers to the yell mum wherever it is. So. Cool. Done. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> this is going to be great. Uh, <laughs> so, Al, you dropped. A bit of a so yes, technically it was my choice, but I found the pressure too great, so I handballed it on to my poor mum. <laughs> and I have to say, I agree. The you handled, pressure you did handle, was great, and you handled yeah. it well, though. Mm. I must admit, you handled mm. it very well. So a, you had us hanging, I must say. Oh, I know the we tension were, was <laughs> unbelievable. I was terrified, <laughs> literally terrified. What about, did you think you were going to get? Oh, I have no idea. To be honest, <laughs> I just I was I would I was in shock. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if, when people talk about worst case scenario, yeah. for me, this is worst case scenario. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, this is, uh-huh. is going to be a tough one today. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So today we are doing Love Actually 2003, I believe. It is. Yeah. Um, and well, 2003, before we get anywhere, <laughs> it is time for... History, History with Brad. Brad. Oh, you, that boy, is, you guys have been practicing. You boys That's nailed cool. it this week. Cool. That's good. That's we did excellent. all right. I think we had different. Uh, we did. I like the way you did it. Was it was nearly. It was like harmonies. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Brad, lay it on us, mate. All right, hang on. I'll just uh, turn to the right page. Glad Sorry, prepared. everyone else is organised except for me. Oh my god, there's, there's a page. <laughs> a oh, I don't know. I've actually written stuff down this week. I know. I'm not going off my phone. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, uh, 2003, uh, great year. Okay, Lance Armstrong won his fifth uh, Tour de France. Wow. Yeah, we all know what happened there. Um, in the US, French fries were changed to freedom fries. Um, <laughs> That's what? Yeah, I know. Are Look, they still freedom fries? Oh, who knows? Should, no, who I knows? don't think so, surely. Nah, no, I don't think it lasted. Um, going through the uh, the stuff that happened in 2003, I must say it was a lot of uh, terrorist attack here, terrorist attack there, terrorist mm. attack here sort of thing. Tense times. Now, going back on it, though, I went through a few others, and it just seemed to be that these things actually happened about the same amount in all the other years. It's just now people were reporting on them. So I kind mm. of left a lot of that alone. Um, what else happened? Uh, the UK recorded the highest recorded temperature ever mm. of 38.5 degrees Celsius. Get out of town. I would just like to say we that... We wish. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That'd be nice. Wow. Two weeks ago, I was in Albury and it hit 50 degrees. <laughs> and I did the rookie mistake of leaving my sunglasses on the dashboard of my car, jumped in the car... Put them on my face and branded myself. Wow. <laughs> yep. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's another, another story. Uh, what else happened? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected <laughs> as the governor of California. Oh, that was um, a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, no, that actually happened. That wasn't God, a movie. I thought that was some dream I had. <laughs> yeah. no, it actually happened. You know? um, on a little bit more of a sober note, the uh, space shuttle Columbia uh, disintegrated on re-entry. Um, SARS was a bit of an issue. Um, the last Concorde flight took off. And... Well, I shouldn't laugh. This is not really funny. Um, <clears throat> Kiko, the whale that played Free Willy, 
died in captivity. Yeah. So wasn't oh, wasn't actually funny, Brad. No, it's not not funny at all. Sorry. Good uh, segue into the movie section of history with Brad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, nearly, nearly. I got oh, one more. Sorry, sorry. So something else that sort of never really took off uh, that happened in two thousand and three was iTunes was released. Oh. I don't think that really went anywhere. No. Um, notable <laughs> films uh, from two thousand and three: just um, Bad Boys Two. Ooh. Good stuff. Uh, Finding Nemo. T3 and um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Nice. Okay, best picture. Nominees were Gangs of New York, The Pianist, The Hours, and Lord of the Rings Two Towers. But the winner was Chicago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Best actors were Nicole Kidman for The Hours and Mm. Adrian Brody for (laughs) The Pianist. What's with the face, Tim? I'm, I'm trying to think of Chicago. What was Chicago? Chicago had musical. Richard Gere. the musical. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm back on board. Sorry, mm. Mm. I was I was miles away. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> cool, and that'll pretty much wrap up history, of Brad. That was good. Hey, really quickly, I think the was it the Columbus, the space shuttle. Mm-hmm. I think it Columbia. It, Columbia was that the wasn't the one that it exploded on its way up, not on re-entry. No, that was on re-entry. 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 It was re-entry. Yeah, it was You're Challenger. Challenger, Challenger ah, didn't Challenger, make it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't want to get you know the millions of emails we get of, from people correcting our facts. <laughs> don't, <laughs> we, you know. don't we? Tim's I would had to all, quit his I'm, job. I have so know. many. I'm on, emails. I'm on full-time emails now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I would just like to say that none of my facts have any like you know any evidence that they actually happened. I'm going off Wikipedia, Wikipedia. from less than an hour ago. So you know. Just don't hold me to any of these things actually ever happening, ever. Right. All right, well, while we've got those things out of the way, let's get cracking on this. So, Mum. Yes. So you Why? (laughs) What did you do? Hey, relax, Al, come on. I've been hanging for L's. I I really want to know what it is, but... Literally since this happened, you've just been... Mm -hmm. I know. You've been in a state. And I've been totally braced for him to ruin it. So I'm calm. I've taken my my anti-stress pills. (laughs) I'm going to be good. I've been conflicted since since you announced it because I'm like, oh, this film... But I can't tear ribbons off my poor mum. Like, what am I going to do? Sure, How is this going to work? No, she's, she's all right. No, I think you can. Um, I was going to say, you, I, can, you can't. I actually... But and I can. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember, I did deselect movies on the basis that I wasn't prepared for you to trash them. It's true, it's true. So, so the fact that this made it, ah. it does give you some guide. Um, I chose it, as I explained before, because... Anything with Hugh Grant and Colin Firth has to be have some merit, even if it's just to watch Hugh Grant and Colin Firth, particularly Colin Firth. Mm. Well, because we got you watching Kingsman, The Secret Service. Have you yes, watched that yet? I oh, have. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Mm. He's good. You, look, you, know, you know what? I'm in love with Colin Firth in that film. He's great. Yeah, he's he is good. Mm. No, he is really good. And, and it's probably too early to discuss that, is it? But I think his role in this movie was probably superfluous. But anyway... The reason I chose it, apart from the fact that I thought it was time you did do a bit of Hugh Grant and Colin Firth. <laughs> we haven't had enough mm. Hugh Grant in there. <laughs> well, you haven't. So as far as I can see from the podcast history, there hasn't been any Hugh Grant no. or Colin it's, Firth. It's so, been a hole. There, yeah, there's a reason for that, though. Yeah. We've, we've no, seen no, no. Bruce Willis a couple of times probably and maybe uh, Keanu. He's made a... 
couple of appearances, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah, he yep. doesn't count. He's mm. not Colin Firth or not Hugh Colin Grant. Yeah. He is Keanu, though. He is Keanu. Mm. So, the re- one of the reasons I chose it is because I thought I'd, I'd extract your learned opinions on <laughs> why... So, this is getting dense. <laughs> On why it is what they call a Christmas movie. Ah. And I know it's based around Christmas and it's set in Christmas and they tell us that, you know, a week to go, four weeks to go, whatever. But it is always screened prior to Christmas and everyone refers to it as the the Christmas movie. Well, I mean, it's like um, it's the same reason why Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Set around Christmas... But it's about him getting left look, at I home. Think, so it's not yeah. the movie necessarily isn't about Christmas, but it's set at Christmas. And look, a lot of people have the same issue with our favourite Christmas film, if you listen to our Christmas special, uh, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. It's set at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're leaning towards is that a Christmas movie is a is about bringing people together. You know, it's about having people around you and... And so I can to- I can mm. totally see why this is a Christmas film. Mm. Why people Absolutely. watch this at Christmas mm. because it was hard enough watching it in February. Well, Christmas mm. is the <laughs> Christmas is the theme though. Like it's yeah, it's definitely it's rife in yeah. this one. It, it is it is rife, but it's rife around the title Love Actually. Mm. It's it's mm. nine different stories of of different Garbage. forms of love, and it's about. Christmas, I think then the conversation's going to happen around, I don't know, um, how unreal. I was going to say plastic, but that's probably a bit harsh. I know. I like the use of the word plastic. I think that's... uh, Plastic's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Grossly grossly unrealistic, perhaps? Oh, totally unrealistic. (laughs) And speaking as the only female in the room, very, very... Um, chauvinistic in this. Oh, oh, all you have so to do is be a bloke and get the girl, it's and you've won. It's all about dudes winning mm. the women. Mm. Yeah. Like, mm. oh. So, so fundamentally, you know, and all you have to do is declare your love, and everything's perfect. Yeah. Which is, I guess, goes back to the Christmas theme: is that at Christmas time we all have expectations, whether they're realistic or not, that we're mm. all going to play happy families and everything's going to be all right in the world and and this is quite a nice way of doing it. Having said all that, I really like the fact that these nine different aspects of love are portrayed and sadly there's one that was missing, which I don't know whether you guys have found out. Are we I'm missing the, the deleted scene. The deleted yes. scene. Oh my mother. I didn't go that far into this movie. I watched this deleted scene. No. And it was And and the tenth little story was going to be about a lesbian couple where one of them was dying. Was terminally ill. And oh. that, that never made it. It was um, the the principal, the like, the school principal, right? Yeah, oh. yeah. And she so, comes home from a day of work, and you know, is ramming yeah. on about school mm. work and school and stuff, and uh, yeah, and her partner's really sick. Sick. Yeah. I wonder why they bed. chose to cut that one. And there's another another clip later. I'm not sure where it fits in, but Emma Thompson's giving some speech, and and acknowledges that the principal is there, even though she's just lost her partner. And hmm. okay. yeah, it we was see- really interesting. It was the it, to me watching that scene. It was the one scene that actually felt much more realistic. Yeah. Well, mm. the other one that that would come close to realistic is the Emma Thompson 
that yeah. not at the not at not all the way through, but that moment where she understands what might have happened. Mm. For those for those who don't know who <laughs> Emma Thompson's character was, who was Emma Thompson's character? She was married to Rick. To Alan, Alan Rick. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Geez, yeah. I was having a rough time you with see, that. Who Emma Thompson see, is? No. See, Slaney, you've right, obviously Tim. never watched any Jane Austen movies, have you? No, Just probably Emma not. Emma Thompson is in all of them. It's oh. a bit like she's the Hugh Grant and the Colin Firth of the girls. I, I do like his Trelawney. I like a lot of his movies, yeah. but this one I was a bit like, it's a bit rough. I actually, I had a hard time with Hugh Grant's role. I was kind of like, yeah. to me, I was like, all right, he's famous. Like, this is Hugh Grant, not not as the Prime Minister in, in the movie. And I'm like, I wonder if they gave him the Prime Minister role because he kind of demanded it. He's like, well, <laughs> I only want to be, you know, someone really important if I'm going to be in this film. And I'm just like, just didn't feel right to me. See, I like, could have cast anyone. Well, I spent most of his story questioning his, his decisions about... You know, his Politics. prime minister decisions <laughs> as opposed to anything else. Oh, I, like flat chat. I'm like, man, he's declaring war with America, with America right now. <laughs> well, like, have you guys going on? have you guys picked up that that those things have become folklore, and that yeah. um, subsequent Tony prime, Blair yeah, is, no, oh. David O, David Cameron. Oh, you're right. Yes, yeah, former um, British prime minister, more recently than 2003, <laughs> has actually made a similar speech that was is credited to the Love Actually yeah. speech. Get out of town. No. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry this isn't Love Actually. Like, he directly yeah, references. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, and talking about, and he uses the same words. He says, you know, we are a small, insignificant country or something. What? But, but uh, we won't be pushed around by the US. Uh, you know, that's incredible. Love. That's so, see, this mind. is deeper that's than kind of, you think That's kind of scary, movie. though. It's like, you know, how much but, is the but media see, this controlling is, everything? I feel like <laughs> this is a fundamental issue that I have with the film, is that it's... it's oh, I really, really struggle. So, straight up, I'm, I'm going to cut. I know we, we're good at this. He's going to the straight end. Straight to the end. Oh, don't go to <laughs> the no, no, end, Al. I'm going to cut to the end for us. I oh. ate no sandwiches during this film mm. because I was dead set <laughs> fixated <laughs> on how... How shocking this film was. How terrible. Oh, I was just like, I could not look away. Right? So, what is it that you dislike mm. about this film so go, much? Because obviously, go, I know, I know I'm, I've been it, hanging all week for this. So, it's... I Look, I went through a roller coaster of emotions. Mm. Basically, I find the whole thing super, like, dumbed down, basic level, mm. like, trash. Right? Now... I had a whole... And my roller coaster comes... I'm going to be all over the place here. I'm sorry, everybody. We've, all, sorry. we've all been there. Yeah. But my roller coaster comes with trying to step back from that emotion and go, okay, well, what? how is it different to the kind of films we watch? The ridiculous action, you know, the, the point breaks. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. You know, I'm, speed. I'm, I'm with you on this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. How is this different? Is this just modelling for a different gender or whatever? What audience? Different audience. Yeah. Audience, different audience, thank you. Uh, but then, but then I step back and I go, well, hang on, that's fine. We can do ridiculous buses jumping over things that are (laughs) never actually going to happen or never going to work. But then when you look at love, actually it's modeled as real life. It's, it's much more closer to something that could happen in all our lives. Yeah. It's an emotion that all of us feel in one way or another. And to play so close to reality but really throw it out and make it fantasy if you like because it's mm. it's it's effectively a male fantasy this film yeah like 
that that's where it bothers me. I think I understand what you're saying. Like, does I, that make sense? The mm. thing that really bothered me was um, so Colin Firth is the gentleman. He's the one. He's the writer. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, mm. and this guy, he he falls head over heels for this girl and like learns um, Portuguese. Oh, Portuguese. Thank you. Learns Portuguese and goes out of his way and blah blah blah. But I'm like, he's only been hanging with her for a couple of weeks. Hello. You got to remember the whole the start of the film. It says five weeks before. Christmas. Five weeks. Yeah. This whole film is set in five weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So in that time. How do we want to do this? Do we want to like, well, talk well, about particular storylines? Yeah, I think, I think that's the best way. That's I think, actually probably a good idea. Yeah, I think if we we talk about, we'll talk. We'll obviously talk about Colin first. Yeah. Yeah, Colin Firth or Colin the I like, man? I like Can I just oh. make one comment? <laughs> yeah, Can I just make mom. one comment against your? Yeah, angst? do it. It's getting tense here in the library. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Um, I guess the other way of looking at it, and I agree with a lot of your your comments, and I think they're valid criticisms. Um, but but one of the other ways of looking at it is that it's just, if you like, a modern day fairy tale. Um, yeah. And and so the fact that it's relatively close to everyday life enhances that. Like. Like one of the things that I found interesting was that when it was first released, it had brilliant reviews in the UK, and it wasn't until it got to the US where it um, got mixed reviews. Hmm. Um, it grossed two hundred and forty-seven million or something, yeah. and on oh. a budget of forty-five. Mum's come wow. to play with box office numbers. Oh, so, no. well, she is starring. As I said, I was I was concerned that you know. On a very superficial level, it's a very enjoyable movie. Mm. When you start analysing it, there's so much wrong with it, it's not funny. But I also can see that there is a place for just something that makes you feel good. And if speed or whatever (laughs) makes you feel good... isn't speed is speed the one that where they jump over the people the yeah, bus jumps the bus, over yeah, people speed, yeah. Yeah. um but so so i on an intellectual level yeah you can absolutely can it for a whole heap of reasons mm. but mm. as i said my reason for choosing it was that a lot of the world doesn't agree with you but but why and is it because it's a superficial yeah. fairy tale feels good we don't stop and analyze cuz i mean that's the weird thing cuz it's not I wouldn't say it's not a kind of blokey like you know you say okay well this is a this is a male fantasy yeah. is this a, is this targeted at men it's or not is it targeted, targeted at men no, is it no. which it's, is interesting but it's written and directed by Richard Curtis so it's written written mm. and filmed by a bloke mm-hmm. yeah of Notting Hill for weddings and a funeral fame uh, he also a previous chat in the podcast uh, directed about time Okay. Remember, where I was talking about that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, can I just say that time travel one? I would like to change the direction a little bit. So, Ooh. and I'd also like to say, can you never bring your mum here again? She makes, <laughs> oh, no, she makes way is... too much sense, and that's not the point of this show. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, makes all this look pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, I'm just sitting here going, this is uh, no, nah, I, I can't disagree with anything she's saying. Just, this is not right. Um, okay, this film. Yes, it's a it's a bloke's film. Because you take a chick to see this on a first date, your chances are getting up there. Yeah, but All so right? and that's the point of this film. But see, this is the issue I have is like, why, why do women like? I've got a, a colleague at work, and I was talking to her in the week, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm recording a podcast on the weekend. We're doing live action. She's like, oh, I love that film. And I'm like, why? 
Why do you? Why is this a film that women love? Because it portrays women so poorly. Yes, it does. Across the entire Excellent. film. Yeah. Um, can you? This is my big question, yeah. really. Like, yeah. why is this so loved? And you know, like, I can appreciate people wanting to be swept away in fantasy, sure. Mm. But I'd go to something like a Beauty and the Beast. You know, yeah. like yeah. that's that's. You know that you're clearly found it. This feels way too close to home, and really, you like poor role modelling. If you can, like. I just say yeah. as mum that I am very, very heartened by those. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you, you're not wrong though. Like that was the thing that bothered me the most was uh, the the lack of real connection uh, to the point where people would just be like, you know, based on very little and they'd be like I love you and then she you know she falls into his arms and and all, all these stories I was like they haven't really like they've been together for 5 weeks mm. like it's mm. it's it blew me away it, like how little they That's connected good, like this this one guy Colin Firth yeah he's using this woman as a cleaner you know like I hope he's paying her otherwise she's just a slave and well, then he's like, like I love you and she's like oh my god I learned English that, I, you know I didn't watching Why? the film I totally forgot about the timeline I totally forgot it was within five yeah. weeks and now that I know that it feels really weird it's like yeah. it's, oh, it's a tile you know mm. you can it's littered through every story I'm like I got I, you know I'm just writing pages of notes here clearly <laughs> You know, the first one is when uh, Natalie, one of the few character names that I actually remember for some reason. Mm. Uh, Who's Natalie? Natalie's the... <laughs> the Prime Minister's... Prime Minister's squeeze. Oh, yeah. I had such an issue with that the, story. The body shamed one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That's big yeah. time. Everyone's That's... calling her fat. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. All those thighs. Hey. But what? When she first gets introduced, they're like, oh, would you like to meet your staff, Prime Minister? And he's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> 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 you had the facial expression. That's pretty good. The eyebrows up you know, and everything. And so he's like, "All right, well, this is this is this bloke. He does. He's the housekeeper, and this is this old woman. This is this old man. He does this. This is this old woman. She does this. And this is the hot chick. Never mention what she actually does on staff. She just starts swearing, and that's cute. Yeah. Apparently, and mm. and then off we go from there. Um, yeah, it's like four people for the whole thing, and then the last one is you know the attractive woman. It's like yeah, you know, right? Let's create all this tension around it. It's just yeah, it's just forced. It's forced. That's um, what it was. Again, with the five week timeline, uh, Liam Neeson, Qui Gon Jinn's in this. Mm. Oh yeah, and his wife dies, mm-hmm. which is actually a little bit more heartbreaking to watch now that his yeah. actual wife has died. Yeah, that was going to be one of my comments as well. Yeah, but. His wife died, and then, and his, uh, and so this son is left. All right, he's stepped out of Sam, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Sam's like, hey, "Look, I'm look, I'm real dark about mum, right? This kid's what 11, 12? Yeah, mm-hmm. this kid's gonna Whatever. be, you know, pretty shattered. Oh, look, I'm real dark about mum, but I'm in love with this girl. And dad's like, stepdad's like, "All right, well, how can we make her fall in love with you? Let's go. Yeah. We got a new project. Don't worry about grieving for mum anymore. <laughs> yeah." Forget her, you put know, her in like, the in the cupboard. She's yeah. done. Yeah. yeah, and even right towards the end there, he like gives this speech to him about, uh, look, I loved your mum. To me, she was perfect every day, and I wish I'd told her that more. And then, is it Claudia? Who's the... It's Claudia Schiffer. Yeah, it is Claudia, Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. Walks past, and he's like, I'm back in the game. Yeah. All right, I have a bigger it's issue like, with Liam Neeson's five character. Five weeks. So, I was, uh, I was talking to some people about this this morning, and so, Liam Neeson, we've got... Yeah, gangs of New York. He's Qui Gon. Mm. He's uh, you know the main guy in Taken. Guy from Taken's. Yep. 
and uh, from all the Takens. Oh, and, just re- um, really quickly, there's a moment where he gets on the phone and uh, <laughs> Kate, Katie and I are watching this movie. Going, go for it, go, and go, as go, soon go. as he picks it up, I just went, I will find you. Yeah. Yeah, kill you. All right, <laughs> so this dumb. is where I'm going with this. And there's the one scene in there where uh, Emma Thompson comes in and Liam Neeson's supposed to be crying and I'm just sitting there with my arms crossed on the couch going, nah, nah. don't get it, nah. Liam Neeson crying, sorry, nah. It's like Bruce Willis crying, and nah, see, not happening. And like, nah, can't, sorry. Emma Thompson was the person I'm most connected, I guess, with this film. Mm. What was their relationship? I don't know, it's never explained. They were friends. They were just friends. friends okay, yeah. right. Okay. But she's like, oh, come on, don't don't let anyone see you crying, that's for sissies. You'll oh, never get I hated that. that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, look, I can see what you were trying to do there with your whimsical mm. humour. Mm. But still, it didn't work. It's just bad oh, advice. It was I'm more the this. fact of just oh. watching Liam Neeson like try and even like acting cry. I just went, no, nah, it's, <laughs> it's not you, mate. It's just not you. I like, suppose this is not go really back a to movie. killing people on you know, telephone I mean, calls. Is this a movie where you go, wow, like that guy, man, he did a great job in that role. I don't think there's any really standout characters in the whole movie. Everyone kind of just oh no is. no, there is a standout character is in this it? movie, Bill Nye's character. Yes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> love him, just love him. It was the highlight of the whole movie. Really? For me. Yep. Loved I it. wanted him out of this. Matt loved it. It was oh. great. I don't know. I'd go with the Rowan Atkinson. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, Rowan Atkinson was awesome. Yeah, was all, right, all right, I'm on board with Rowan Atkinson. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. gold. I loved that scene so much. And that was supposed to be a bigger scene too. It was, was it? Yeah, he was supposed to be a Christmas angel or something. And, uh-huh. and they well, because I couldn't work rules. out because he turns up at the end yeah. to help bloody Sam. As the Christmas angel. So mm. early. Like, oh, oh my God. Oh. Security would they, shoot that kid. Yeah, really? <laughs> like, I have that written here. Like <laughs> airport security, he would have been shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they reference September 11 at the start. At the of start. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm. And this kid skips through security. Oh. I'm like, that kid's dead. He's yeah. dead. No way. <laughs> He's so oh. dead. How much of a good twist of the film would that have been if the kids like running and having music, <laughs> boom, shot bang. in the head. Just yeah. Yeah. Bang, bang. <laughs> that would definitely give it a different mm. element. <laughs> Why can't you suspend belief like you do with with you other mm, movies? It's, that's a fair point. It's a fair. It's a totally fair point, and I think it's because it's it's so closer to reality. I guess it's trying to be reality. Like I can suspend belief of a bus jumping a gap because it just wouldn't because happen. Because no, yeah, yeah, but didn't, like, yeah, but didn't cool they stuff? really jump the bus though? Well. Oh, yeah. oh, reality bites. But that's the I suppose it's this make-believe, very <laughs> misogynistic like view of how to force a woman into a relationship with you and it's not trying to be a fairy tale. It's trying to give you that sense of realism and go, oh, yeah, I connect with this in my real life. And it's like, well, I hope I'm not like that in real life. You know, maybe that's what the issue is because it's trying to be so close to home. See, I reckon I... I, I suspended belief a bit in this mm. like I wasn't sitting there going oh you know that's stupid this will never happen I just kind of left my you brained off look I was really trying well, and I think, I think the airport yeah. example is a, is a good one where I went oh, that kid would be dead but okay <laughs> let's go with this yeah you know like that kind of thing it was for me it was more the the intricacies of the actual relationships that mm. I was really having right. trouble with mm. let's go back to 2003 though so 9-11 was two years prior Mm. Well, um, probably less then because it was towards yeah. the end of two thousand and one, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. Okay. When, when so. were the when was the London? Well, that's uh, what I was going to say. So I don't actually think two wasn't it? was a year the after the London bombing. Yeah, mm. don't know. I've left my phone outside, so I can't look do that any up. Background <laughs> how we, how can we supposed to say look that up? Would you? Yeah, friend? I know. We Sorry. can still say it, but then Slaney can look it up. Slaney can look oh, it up. I'll look that up. So I'm actually thinking that maybe maybe the UK hadn't gone to the strict 
sort of airport security regulations that are now standard across most of the world other than Australia. particularly in the US, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. If you want to see anyone that has no sense of humour, look at any form of US customs person. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but So maybe the UK hadn't actually gone to that strict well, sort of thing yet they, because they thought, this is England, this will never happen here. Was that an well, international yeah. or domestic flight? International, she was going she to the States. America. America. That's right. Yeah, yeah um, so that's... So even worse. 2005. That is even worse. Like, if it was domestic, you could probably London brush London He got all the way to the we're, Look, we're spending... Like I just said, we're yeah. spending too much... Like, <laughs> It's, it's a fair point for that kind it's of It's like stuff. when I watch yeah. a movie and I'm like, man, the physics of that is all wrong. I wouldn't have it. It's like we're focusing, we're tunnel vision. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think you are. I think you're mm. seeing way too much into it. Well, let's let's go with something a bit broader here. I reckon there were way too many storylines in this movie. Yeah, I was going to say that. Too I, many that's to one thing actually that, connect with well, anyone. Well, it's like the yeah. um, at the start, the the poor man's Kevin Bacon. Who was that guy? The guy who went to America oh, to sleep that's with the women? <laughs> the poor Come man's on. Kevin oh, Bacon. What is God. that all about? <laughs> How did they keep that in the movie and get like rid of the the, the sad guy lesbian relationship? That was horrific. That one. It was so bad. Mm. I got him down as awkward ginger guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He I was actually... a Doctor Who, wasn't he? The oh. actor. I've never was, seen him before. He was. A Doctor he, was. Who. he was. Yeah. Yep. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, I thought I didn't understand what was going on. Because, like you're saying, the, the whole movie is kind of very close to home, and then there was this story that was just bizarrely yeah. out of place and I was like what is going on here I thought he was dreaming or is he doing drugs or something I don't know but and I'm like Jacob's oh surely this is a dream and then it keeps going and I'm like like there was no was the there was scene. no like lesson in terms of you know oh you there know doing no- this you're not gonna you know you're not gonna I be was- happy and all sort of stuff it's just he came back a hero I was <laughs> so hopeful <laughs> it was like, yeah I was so hopeful I, I was like okay alright this guy is clearly a train wreck yep He's going to go to America and it's all going to come crashing down. And yeah. He's going to have this great realisation. Oh, actually, it's me that's the problem. I'm going to change who I am. I'm like, nah. Nope. He just goes and he bangs all these women and he brings them back a bloody hero. Mm. And they're all crazy famous women now. Like yeah. January Jones was there. And, and what's um, the Bond girl? The Bond uh, girl, yeah. From, oh. from World is Not Enough. Oh, God. Carmen from... Ka- yeah. yeah. <laughs> from Starship Troopers. Yeah. Denise Richards. Denise, anything. yes. And Shannon Elizabeth. Like, uh, it's just... Because uh, it's like, actually... oh, I banged all these chicks and I'm uh, here they are. I'm going to give them to my friends and stuff. Yeah. Like, he's handing out these... Exactly. Oh. Like a deck of trading What a great cards. friend. What a great friend. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Just, like, no lessons learned. So yeah. we could have... Oh, yeah. Like, get rid of that storyline. It, it had... Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there was a huge gap. Like, he started off the film... And then we didn't hear about he him for like at, an hour. He popped yeah. in at the wedding where he was a jerk as well. Was oh, he, yeah, he's he talking was about the food douche. to yeah. the chef. That's right. And the chef was just like, oh, can you get yeah. away from me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been good. That would have been really good if he'd had a storyline where he'd learned a lesson. Yeah. Would have no. been Nah. Nope. Yeah. But that wouldn't have fitted in with the movie. No one learned to lessons. <laughs> yeah, mean, true. Well, true. What's, this is what's very everyone, everyone just learned they can get what they want. Really. As I keep saying, it yeah. was a fairy tale. And I think maybe the more I listen to you speak, the more <laughs> I think you watch too many... The walls are crashing around mum right yeah, now. No, 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 no. You're experiencing not. revolver syndrome where you try and promote something to your friends and they just <laughs> no, crush it. No, 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 I'm not. Well, because I agree with I agree with the I agree with all the comments you've made. Um, and I think you can definitely make those arguments for every single thing you've said. Um, I don't think that was the intent of the movie. Mm. All right, going back to our, what was the last comment that uh, one of the last comments that. Uh, Willy Wonka makes to Charlie in the end of Charlie. Oh, whatever really? happened? To, what happened to the boy that got everything he wanted? He lived yeah, happily, happily ever, ever after. after. Maybe that. 
goes for this film as well. So you know, just what do we get? What you want? What are the positives happy? that we can take away? Well, from this yes film? and no. I mean, can we jump to the end? Do they get yeah. everything? Oh, we, we do for everything else, so no. we might as well jump yeah. to the end. Well, I was just thinking about that little epilogue scene that that happens at the end before it cuts back to the arrivals hall at Heathrow. Yeah. Um, there are obviously a lot of people getting supposedly what they want and having mm. a happy ever after. Emma Thomas. Thompson certainly doesn't. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a weird. But and that's where the, I. That's where the I really Laura Linley character doesn't either. No. Oh, that's no. I got a whole other issue with that as well. Mm. Who? Mm. Laura Linney, yeah. the uh, American lady with the brother. Yep. Yep. Mm. Back well, who just like lives with a like oh. lives with this brother who's yeah. clearly mentally ill and and mm. is and of course she loves him and yeah. like that's of course. Yeah. And bloody sexy Cuban guy. Like, Stephen. Oh. Stephen. He's, he's he one of the robots from uh, from Carl. Westworld. Carl. He's Xerxes. Yeah. He he's also Xerxes he's in Three Hundred. Yeah. I'd just like to say though that oh, he obviously he? is a robot because if you've seen Westworld, which is what filmed last year, he looks the um, same. he looks exactly <laughs> the same. The dude has not aged one bit in like fifteen years. He's yeah, a that was handsome dude. that was tough. Yeah. That story arc. That was. But he's like, yeah. oh, that was got probably a brother. Oh no, I'm not going to sleep with you. Yeah, and he's just See you like, later. Yeah. But, th- but that's yeah, also know. probably realistic. Like mm. you, you complaining about it not being realistic. Well, you, well, that, uh, that, we that just, probably was. Mm, it took us, he didn't realize why she was answering her phone all the time. No, and then in that moment, you realized, well, actually, she's got prior commitments that are probably way more important than. Mr. Sexy yeah. Westworld guy. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's fine. The, the issue I have is the scene back in the office where they're not together. Oh, yeah. Yep. When he's like, oh, good night. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, night. You know, like, he's clearly gone, oh, well, that's too complicated for me. I just wanted to bone this bird and be on to the next one. Like, but they build it up but, so much because, yeah. what is it? Professor Snape's like, you know, <laughs> when <are> you. <laughs> he's like, you know, you are madly in love with him. You know, he knows it. The whole office knows it. And like, you're like, oh, here we go. This great romantic storyline. Like, I'm excited. Also, this. pretty inappropriate workplace. But oh, I was no. going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> if my boss came up to me and said, oh, Jules, you, know, you and Katie, yeah, you, uh, should. you should break up. And I'd be like, shut up. You know, what are you talking about? You know, like, I think that was a bigger issue. Yeah. Than yeah. The Alan I think Rick there was a lot of issues in that office. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of issues in that office. Yeah. yeah, but that, I mean, that's, that's just a simple fact of they still have to work together. So they could, it's just going to be awkward now. And this, yeah, but, but this comes back to why I'm like, you could explain these stories really well if you had more time by culling off some of the useless storylines. Now, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to pick which one's useless, but you know, if there were less, which one? Martin Freeman, get him out. Martin Freeman. Useless. You could get that one out. The yeah. stand yeah. ins. The stand ins, yeah, that was a bit weird. Yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> Well, because that was the point. You know, I don't even like, understand. Oh, yeah. oh, you can even fall in love when you're in this totally awkward position at work. They okay, so they are. <laughs> they are. Um, just I, I'm, I'm in this for you, Al. Quietly. <laughs> like, what the deal? There's fireworks coming from that corner. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So they were, they were stand-ins for. You know, famous people in movies for the sex scenes. Is that what they were doing? To no. get to get the scene right? Or, I don't no, know. No, no, I thought they job? were porn stars. No, 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 I don't know. Because there wasn't stand-ins. enough stand Yeah, so they, yeah. Were they were setting all the scenes up, ready for the actors to come in. So, so the director could get the shot right. Shot right. And, yeah, yeah. So he's off with the fluffer and she's off <laughs> doing but whatever. But what I was curious about was, like, that was, you know, like, they talk about standing in for Brad Pitt. Like, they're obviously, like, stand-ins for Hollywood films. Yeah. This was, like, that took five weeks to set up all the sex scenes in one film like yeah. that's it's pretty involved 
Well, maybe it was a porno, like Mum said. Well, you're unable maybe. to suspend reality. I don't know. Yeah. I think, you'd, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah look, working look. with a Again, lot of TV. Again, that wasn't my big issue. With no, that story. Like it that. doesn't take that long to get a white balance on a camera. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's like we got to test the uh, the reflection off your breast, and it's like, no, you don't. You just get a white piece of paper, you get a white balance off it, and you're done. <laughs> you know, like anyway, um, yeah, that was a bizarre story. I was just. Every time right. it came so back that to one, life, just... that one we can scratch out of the list. I would we can scratch, scratch that one. Awkward ginger guy out of the awkward list. Awkward ginger guy. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sadly, geez, I think you should, scratch, you should Colin scratch Colin Firth. Yep. Yeah. I don't Colin think that's yeah. why, why does does it just mean does Colin Firth look just way too old for the roles he plays? Yeah. He probably I, is now. I watched Kingsman. Bridget Jones Diary two or he something about old. a baby with Katie a little while no, ago. No, that's the third one. Is it the third yeah, one? And it's terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he uh he looks like he's you know, eighty is this old dude maybe not eighty, but uh he looks really old and Bridget Jones is uh, no idea, but He's got a really old like, face. So yeah, he looks like a senior citizen. You know, like he's. Oh, that's a bit I, harsh. I, like how old how I've old said would it. He, how old would Colin Firth have been when he played Mr. Darcy, roughly? The quintessential Colin Firth. I mean. the, the quintessential uh, Colin Firth. Oh, well, I guess that's quite old now. I can't imagine. Mr. But Darcy. he looks old in that ago. to me. I reckon. Oh no, no. He's no, just got an old no. face. He just, the Mr. Sorry Darcy not have left role my phone is outside. Yeah. The Maybe. Mr. Darcy Funny. role is get on that. Much what are we more look, what am I looking up? Okay. Uh, how old the, Colin Firth is, and then <laughs> what was it? Pride and Prejudice. Is that Mr. Yeah, Darcy? Yeah, it was the Pride television, and when Pride and television series of Pride and Prejudice. And then you had. And then you had Rick from Walking Dead. Rick from Walking Dead. Who, That's who it was. Let's try to pick who that guy was. We haven't even touched this. You story. can know. Yeah, it's just brutal. That's the weirdest story of the He's lot. going after. Oh. So who's Rick from Walking Dead? If you oh, haven't seen Walking the, Dead, the best friend. He's the stalker. Adam. The one, oh, the, the one best with the friend cards. for Juliet for yeah. Kira Knightley. Knightley. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that was weird. Weird. That's so weird. So again, I got technical on it. Oh yeah. When he when she comes around to see the video i'm like this guy's already cut and edited it's yeah. fully edited that's what i said as I'm well like, a that's beyond creepy that he's cut it like that <laughs> yeah. and then and then again with the the poor lessons for younger women like she's like oh that's flattering that's lovely mm. you'd be like no it's not it's call the cops yeah can you yeah. not yeah. can you like get rid of that and so yeah. really Maybe quickly stay away from me if that's colin firth he is 56 and i'm just looking up when pro and prejudice there you oh, go beautiful. Spring. so he's 56, 56 now so that means so he was, he was what, potentially 40 perhaps or late 30s when he did pride and prejudice then probably Possibly. so he was, he was about 43 ish in this movie then i was gonna say there's yeah. nothing wrong mm. with being uh late 30s and possibly 40 <laughs> yeah, what or, I'm, or, or even 56 for that matter. So yeah, yeah exactly right. You ageists. <laughs> it's going but back that, to Highlander. I had a huge <laughs> issue with that um, with that scene with the you know, Rick from Walking Dead. I don't know what his name is. In Was it life. Adam? I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, okay, Rick from yeah, Walking Dead. Adam. You all know who we're talking the, about. I've just called him the um, best friend the whole time. The, I, I am so far from best friend. No, Mark, like, he's Mark, such Mark, an asshole, that guy. Yeah. He's the biggest asshole. Like, your mate's just gotten married, and you're like. But the thing that really annoyed me about it, okay, so obviously he's a real dick, but he is madly in love with this with this woman. And she actually says, she's like, You've never talked to me, and when we do talk, like, you, yeah. know, you hate me. So it's, he's madly in love with her just based on the way she looks. It's like or, a bloody primary school relationship. It is. Like, there is no. Well, he I might like hate her girl, personality. So I'm gonna, Pick on it, like yeah, and like he's he he's devoted to her. He's like he's like I'll love you forever, and it's like if you haven't even talked to her properly, how do you know if you actually love her? She could be a fucking asshole, you know, like, like, so, <laughs> she, like a little bit passionate here, you know, but like she could be a really horrible person, 
you know, his mate might love her for who she is, but he might hate her, but he still is willing to ruin his friend's marriage and, you know, just devote himself to her over nothing. Mm. Over mm. just because he's seen her and he's th- he thinks she's pretty hot. Mm. I'm just like, ah, oh, I had such yeah, a Yeah, I think what they're, they're trying to do the love at first sight thing probably. Mm. But you could argue that that was the Colin Firth one as well. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. they couldn't communicate at all. And the Hugh Grant one. And the Hugh Grant. Like, yep. you're not covering a lot of bases here, team. Mm. Mm. Um, I just uh, wanted to put in ri- that the cast in this film was huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, Massive. That, that must have been a very slow year for British cinema and everyone was available. And this kind of kicked off. Literally, the entire British acting community is in this yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Hey, really, really quickly. Should we tell Egypt Four's in it? Yeah. The, really quickly. The... Pride, Pride and Prejudice, 1995. Mr. Darcy. So. 95. Oh, Work that so, out. How old would well, he have been? That's then? not as long 20 years ago. Yeah. So that's. 22 years ago. It'd be, what? So 63. So he was, in his, th- he was <laughs> in his mid to late 30s. 30s, yeah. Okay. And that was an appropriate age for Mr. Darcy. Okay, okay. Um, um, on the Hugh Grant storyline. Uh, does anyone else have an issue with the fact that she was sexually harassed by the president? Oh, the American, and then sacked for that. Mm. Like, Ooh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I have that noted here. Yeah, I was mm. just like, and then, and then at the end, Hugh Grant goes to save her yeah. from her fat shaming family. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. just who all <laughs> lazily just drive around the corner to the Christmas thing, like walk you. <laughs> Bloody hell, come on. Oh, man, I couldn't believe... It's cold. See, this is one of these moments where I, I'm looking far <laughs> too into the, the details that I'm not supposed to look That's into. That's what we do, though. Katie told me off for this, because I'm looking at it, I'm like, where's the security detail? Like, where's all the cop cars? There's, like, one cop car, and, you know, like... He's just wandering around in the in the in the dodgy streets. Well, the thing is, he wouldn't come. And... He wouldn't come out of the normal place in the airport. Like he'd have his own. Yeah, that's right. Like but, he'd be, no, be but... picked up from the tarmac yeah, and taken away. Does but the doesn't prime he minister get commercial flights? Doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he comes out and he. But, and then his girlfriend like rushes him and gives him a hug, and none of the security guys react at all. I'm like, <laughs> and man, if someone was yeah. rushing at him, you'd she didn't get shot either. <laughs> I know. Well, these English people are not shooting people. That's there's a, problem. a there's a plot twist. Her running in and getting gunned down by security. That's it. That'd be a twist into the film everybody dies no, 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 I mean in terms of Natalie running at him Natalie wasn't strange that the whole point of that was that they were acknowledging that their relationship was public I know but yeah. at, at a gut reaction I think is what Slaney's talking about from a security point <laughs> of security. view yeah. if someone's running at the Prime Minister logic. you open fire well, yeah. actually alright stop stopping you there I'm actually going to go down the track of in 2003, I actually am pretty sure that English police didn't carry sidearms in 2003. No, oh. I would think that would be probably true. Yeah. So how much, how much are no. we letting go and how much are we putting towards <laughs> no, reality in this film? No, it's film. just to put some reality into it. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure that These English, are like the bobbies, yeah. though. No. These aren't the... You know, if no, you're the I still security don't think If you're so. security for the Prime Minister, you'd be carrying, surely. Don't, don't they have guys with assault oh, rifles in the tubes these days? <laughs> these days, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I think Brad's making a valid point. 2003. It hadn't hit Britain. I don't know. I seriously yeah, right. think 2003. And we all thought that I don't was a particularly American guns. thing. Plus, you've also got to think that this prime minister is a hero. He's a national hero. So, mm. yeah. you know, after all his waging war on America for yeah. womanizing, so, he, told yeah. the, he told the American president to jog on. Mm. Pretty much. I feel like you'll appreciate this, Timmy. Mm. I wrote down here that a lot of the jokes, sorry, all of the jokes, <laughs> feel like when you're watching a tennis match. 
and the tennis player <laughs> overbalances and ends up in a chair. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes, that's oh, oh he's good at tennis and oh, has a sense of humour. So witty. <laughs> oh. It's British. Oh, it's, it's very so Roger Federer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very Federer. <laughs> it's like oh. the, the, the horrible jokes that they always have. That, you know, they have that friendly banter at the end of the tennis match when... When what's the guy's name that everyone hates? The American commentator, Jim Curry. Jim, Jim Curry. Yeah. He's yeah. up there and he's trying to be all like, "Oh, so Rafa, what do you think?" And they he says no. a joke and he was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, this is such a polite sport." <laughs> and then is, the Australians turn up. Yeah, is the race <laughs> is the race for number one Christmas song a thing? Like I I didn't know. Oh yeah, I forgot about that story as well. You know, he's like, it's I think clearly you could cut that he's story. clearly like publicity. Publiciting, he's clearly doing lots of publicity, publicising, publicising. You know, because he's like trying to get he's trying to get number one. Like that's a thing, obviously. I, I don't but know. he's I don't know. trying to stage a comeback, isn't he? He's trying to earn some money. Yeah, and he's really bad. So maybe and there's so a Christmas then, charts. Or something. Yeah, because so I think that was interesting too, because he's the only one that's not connected in any way to any oh, of the other characters. Good point. And all the other characters have a connection with yeah. one or other of. These storylines, but even even awkward redhead guy. Well, well he's at the yeah, wedding. He's at the wedding. Ah, he's too. Do they all at one stage watch him on television? Yes, yes. Yeah. and that's or the thing. He's either on the radio mm. or he's on the television. But he doesn't physically know. But he anyone. doesn't yeah. physically know anyone. Mm. And that was the. You could argue that that's a bit of a thread that, if you like, holds it together. Yeah. Mm. Um, the, with the whole connection thing, like I've you know you watch a lot of these great uh, British films. You know, like Ford of Weddings and a Funeral and all, all these films, even like Snatch, you know, you have all these different elements that all come together in the end. Whereas this didn't really seem like it needed to have everything connected. Mm. Like it just felt really forced. Like I can it, see the concept, like hmm. all these different, di- sorry, I use talking marks when I say <laughs> different kinds of love because they were all pretty much love at first sight, uh, happen in the world and they all happen to people that you know. Like, hmm. you know, it's... It, I get the concept that it happens in a really close circle. Mm, right? I, so, I suppose they're going, but, yeah, they're going for that. It happens all around you and yeah. you don't even know mm. it. You know, it's like. So you mean love is all around you? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What <laughs> if, what if Chiwetel Ejiofor had answered the door? Who? The, oh, this is the, the Rick. Hus- the husband. Oh, the Rick. Yeah. Yes. Instead of Kira Knight. Yeah. yeah just Katie, my partner, said that as well. He's like, he's like standing there with the signs ready to go and the, and the little yeah, tape Yeah, like there's no... Would he just bolt? How awkward would that Maybe, be? Maybe... What was it at the start where the um, common first brother was there getting some old CDs or something? Mm. Oh, yes. Maybe he can... That could have been Hound. his excuse. Here's a good plot I have no toy. doubt that a bloke would have been able to lie his way out of that. Not yeah. all blokes, but people... <laughs> yeah. Uh, plot twist, you know, he's at the door with the radio. The husband answers. He doesn't know what to do. Pulls out a gun and shoots him. <laughs> yeah, but in uh, 2003... No guns are. in the UK. <laughs> no guns, especially in London. If no I bring guns. up my stats no. for 2003. <laughs> the other thing that got me, now that we're pushing towards the end, uh, is when Hugh Grant and Natalie are in the car. I'm impressed that I can remember her name for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, She's like crazy apologetic for being sexually harassed by the president as well. She's yeah. like, oh, I'm really sorry. And it, nothing happened. And like, yeah. what? Well, well she, was she sexually assaulted? She was 
Or was she just a bit like carried away with the moment? Oh my god, he's just mad. Sexually harassed, or he was just making advances, yeah. and she was a bit like, "Oh my god, yeah, this guy's." You sound like a victim blaming slang. Nah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no. Step no, right back from that one. She's definitely harassed because of their yeah. roles. Yeah, I mean, I it's mean the president. Yeah. he's the president, yeah. and yeah, yeah, she yeah. couldn't do anything about it. But yeah. at the same time, that's what harassment is: mm. is that you're not empowered to do exactly. anything about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and he didn't get the full story, and. You know, he, I guess, I don't know why I'm sticking up for him, but um, you could argue that, you know, he was the president of the US. Um, Hugh Grant's character is, is still overawed by his office to some mm. extent, and, you know, it's a moment. She could have even had a spider crawling yeah. up her face yeah, and look, he was just brushing it off. That's all well and good. Know. Doesn't yeah. account for her apologising mm. for that happening. Because, because of the role again, though. Yeah, that's 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 the role. That little storyline is the one that resonates least for me mm. because he's an awfully young Prime Minister to begin with. I thought that. And he's supposed um, to be the older brother, too. Yes, to, uh, to Emma. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. That was I found that be weird. So, so that that role was sort of false in that, it, and also that he was going to be spending Christmas, if you like, without anybody apparently, um, and so that role with the staffer is is st- didn't resonate particularly either. Mm. Um, not in such a short time, I guess. But mm. and that's it. it. Comes back to too many storylines. So you can't really have the development of the characters as much as you'd want. So which storylines would you have kept? Uh, well, I would have... Oh, jeez. That's a good <laughs> you question. You me on the spot here. Uh, the, I would keep the, the one with Professor Snape with the necklace. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I think I'd keep the, the Prime Minister one because uh, it's the brother and the sister and all that. Liam Neeson? <laughs> Which keep Liam Neeson? Liam oh, I, I did like the Liam Neeson. It was a bit, yeah, it wasn't great. I'd probably keep that. Like, to me, I would have probably a maximum of maybe, because how many, there was nine, nine. was it? It was nine. Yeah, nine. I'd probably cull it down to five tops. Okay, so like, you've five got... Five pretty good. Oh, yeah. Let's, Dave, you've got Hugh Grant, you've got Emma Thompson, you've got Liam Neeson. Oh, you've I can't got... even remember the other ones now. Well, you've got Mark and Kira Knightley and... That was awkward. That one. You've so got the third wheel guy one. going to the States, you've got Colin Firth. <laughs> Oh, did the bag and his slave. Maybe we'd maybe I'd only go with maybe I'd only go with four storylines. You know, like oh, can you have an even number? Oh, it doesn't yeah. look good on the wall. No, it's, oh. a bad, it's a bad design <laughs> but principle. Then, but yeah. then you have the four stories of Christmas, and you know, like it could be you know you could have a poster that looks like a present, but oh. it's just in the corners. Four stories. This is great marketing here. So. Would, would you leave Rowan Atkinson's character? I would yes. absolutely. Well, he's, leave he's Rowan part. Of, he's part of the Professor Snape story. True. Yeah. Mm. And well, the Liam Neeson story. Correct. Well, it's correct. interesting, Mum, you brought that up about the not. Christmas Angel thing because I couldn't connect. Did I say this already? I, don't I know. couldn't connect why Rowan Atkinson suddenly appeared at the airport mm. giving knowing winks to Liam yeah. Neeson. Yeah, I had no mm. idea. I, like, I, okay. I, again, I just accepted that. I don't yeah. know what mm. that was. Whereas now that you said Christmas Angel, mm. I say mockingly, uh, that makes a bit more sense that he comes in at the appropriate time. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice if he came in at other places, mm. like just came into the best friend holding the signs. I went, I'm sorry, this is really inappropriate and just walked the guy yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, they could have made his role yeah. better. And, yeah. he, and he gets rewarded for that. Like she goes up and she's she's all over. She's loving it. Gives mm. him a little kiss and... Oh, yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I suppose, and that, that's another thing, that's something that bothered me about the kid's story is it's like, how do I need to change myself as a as a man or a boy as he is? How do I need to change myself in order to win the woman 
instead of finding someone who I genuinely connect with. Yeah. He's or like, even I'm going to change out, my life. Like what the issue I have there mm. is, and the kid's 11, he's learning about <laughs> life and love and whatever. Mm. The issue I have there is the role model that Liam Neeson is setting. And he's mm. like, yeah, let's, you you go and do, you know, learn some music so you can bag it. Win. Like, is he so just, you can win. But is he, I understand that he could easily say, hey, you know, we, you know, you're better than that, blah, blah, blah. Or is this him, is this the love of father and son and him just trying to support his son? Yeah, look, and in whatever. Good point. To be mm. fair, that's one note I did write mm. down. I was, I was, I, I'm totally about to just contradict myself. Like he's letting uh, his kid make the decisions yeah. and he's saying, I'll support you. I did, I did respect Liam Neeson going, mm. you know what, this is, I believe you. Yeah. Right? That was, that was my big thing. Mm. He's like, yeah. when the kid's like, oh, I'm in love. And he's like, yeah, but you're 11. He's like, I'm in love, Dad. He's like, cool, okay, yeah, it was cool. I'll go with that because yeah. I believe in you. Like that, hmm. that did resonate with me a bit. Yeah. So, but again, that yeah. comes back to the whole thing that bothered me was the kid. He says, "I'm in love. I'm in love," and he's like, Liam Neeson's like, "Well, you know, if you go and talk to her," and he says, "Oh, I haven't even talked to her. She doesn't know I exist." Like, mm. again, you're you're throwing out that word love. I love you so much, but he hasn't even talked to her. Again, that that girl could be a prick. You have, know? You, have, you, have, have you guys forgotten what you were like when you were 11? Oh, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, but I mean, well, that, yeah, look, that's what adolescence is, isn't I it? I mean, it, it's, mm. I think that's a and bit again, hard. And again, that's, that's where point. I think yeah. I had a problem with the best friend because it was a very, very, like, adolescent. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Can, I can relate to that kind of stuff. Mm. Like if that but if, when I was yeah. in high school, like not if that scene was in American Pie, you'd just be like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. mm. you're like, oh, mm. that's you know, you can relate to that mm. thing. But yeah, as a as a grown adult, like, come on, man, you've you know. Yeah, I well. think you're right. I think there's much more to the Liam Neeson character and the son, and I think mm. that was actually probably more accurately portrayed or more believable, if you like, yeah. Yeah. than oh, the yeah. best friend one. Mm. I was scared of girls until I was about 26. <laughs> <laughs> no, not much has changed. I just learned to deal with it. So, you know. No. Yeah. But I mean, that, I definitely keep that storyline in there that Liam Neeson is done. That was a. I, I did enjoy it because it was, I don't know, different from everything else. And it was good to see them, I guess, grieving together. Mm. But obviously, they were very much focused. I don't know whether they were burying their, the grieving by just completely focusing on something else. But it was a good storyline. I enjoyed it. So. What about the Bill Nye one then? Yeah. Oh, Bill Nye. Well, Who's Bill Nye again? He's the, the, the rock, rock, rock and roll. That, felt like, yeah. that kind of felt the most realistic hmm. of all of them because the scene where he came back to his manager, he was super awkward. He's like, mm. oh, you know, look, uh, you know, he's really pulling down walls yeah. and going, you know what, actually, I love mm. you, man. Like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. you've been there the whole time. You know, I actually, that, that scene that was I thought that was very was real most yeah. of my yeah. Sandy Mascal right? oh yeah <laughs> like, oh, well, I was just there. like that yeah. one felt like it was thought about a bit more I don't and know you can, you can see him really struggling to show genuine emotion like you can yeah. see it he's in, he's in this room and he's like oh you know turns out it's you you silly twit you know like it's yeah. that's yeah. a really good scene I actually really enjoyed that story it was that was um, I, I mean I really like Bill Nye as a, as a uh, an actor like pretty much everything he does except for maybe Underworld but um, <laughs> yeah but uh, no like really thought that was showed real emotion is what I'm trying to say yeah, yeah as opposed mm. to like the plastic emotion like, like we said earlier so. it was well, it wasn't filled with these massive grand gestures that the rest of them were like 
going knocking on every door of the street to find this woman. Yeah. Oh, the, getting the, the whole town oh, together. The Colin, oh, the town following. The oh, Colin Firth one man. is like holy hell. Blows my mind. He's like, you know, I don't know you that well. I've known you this for five fifty-year-old man. Just <laughs> <laughs> look, I've learnt Portuguese for you. This grand gesture. Yeah. Will you marry me? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a minute here, dude. How about you go? Hey. How about we hang out for a bit? Yeah. Or <laughs> let's get to know each other now that we both speak the same languages. Yes, right? exactly right. You know? <laughs> Maybe and this again, movie's just about... And again, fat and ugly shaming with the oh, sister. Yep. You know, he's like, oh, you're here to marry her, really? But she's the ugly one. Like, <laughs> She had probably some of the better lines in the film too, as far as the <laughs> yeah, gag lines go. Yeah. Maybe that's this movie's not actually a romance film. It's a film about people dealing with their negative emotions very poorly. You know, you got the grieving people, you got the guy who got cheated on, and they all rush into bad decisions. You know, yeah. like the kid can't handle the fact that his mum's died, so he's going to put all his energy into loving someone else. You know, like this whole movie is just about bad decisions. You know, I, I wish, like we were saying earlier, I wish the guy going to America turned out to be a bad decision as well. I wish he'd gone to America and I learned know, that right? lesson. I wish he'd actually learned yeah. something. Yeah, but mm. everything in this movie is just bad decisions. Because, like, again, it. it blaming English women he's like oh English women they're so uptight and, uh, and it's and, it and his mate is trying to say it's this you is man a, yeah this is you this is yeah. a stupid idea yeah. but it ends up being a brilliant idea yeah and he's um, like oh Colin first bad decision was in 2003 to still be using a, a typewriter, typewriter. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah that's a writer's thing no maybe. but it's quite and, it's, yeah you gotta be an ironic and stacks up all hey, his paper in high winds. Mm, Eddie, uh, yeah, yeah. Eddie Vedder still uses a typewriter. So. Oh, what a hipster. Yeah. <laughs> King of the hipsters. He is a bit. <laughs> um, so, before, I don't know if we do this before or after ratings, but I'm going to do it before today. It's Ooh. my favourite segment. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's it. It is Podcasting a Wider Net. We nailed that one. Thanks, fellas. Well, for those listening at home, to this heat, you know, maybe fans of Mum that have tuned in. Thanks, uh, podcasting a wider net is a segment where I delve into the millions and millions and millions of other podcasts that are out there online uh, to basically find out who did it better than us. Mm. Uh, so today, I don't think that's a thing, is it? To do it better than us? Uh, oh, I think it is. <laughs> I think it's most <laughs> definitely sure. a thing. Uh, look, I got two ones, a bit of a muchness. One's called Meeting Cute. And I, you know, I tried going out there and looking for a genuine podcast, and this couple had just got engaged, mm. so that was nice. They they cover all sorts of rom coms. Uh, you know, I was like, I'm too angry at this film <laughs> to keep listening. So that kind of backfired on me. But it's called Meeting Cute. If you dig rom coms, get out there and check it out. All right. Uh, now you're ready for this one, Mum. I found another one called True Crime Brewery. Okay. <laughs> what? Right. Where is this now you're going? like, Al, how can this have anything to do with love, actually? <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I have no idea. But, they but it just did, sounded good. But yeah. they did a segment called The 12 Beers of Christmas. Uh, right. And it's, I think they're, they're a husband and wife, you know. So there's love duo. there. Mm. So there's love there. Uh, this is the last Christmas. They've done 12 Christmas films. And each film has an accompanying beer that is completely irrelevant to the film right and it's basically a commentary so like you can sit there you know you can hear about the beer it was very nice by me to check. it sounded interesting it was from a it was it was a british beer they were very clear on that um well balanced with molten hops uh, <laughs> a, bit, a bit hoppy wasn't how much, it? Wasn't, wasn't how much have they hoppy? paid you to promote this this is like you're giving a commercial uh 
it was really dry though. Like I was like, you guys don't sound like you're digging this at all. Okay. Mm. Um, As in digging the podcast or the movie? Yeah, or just well, no, that I don't know. Okay. It was just real. It was really dry. Like, okay. like oh, so this beer is a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> But they do a lot of, you know, like they were covering a lot of cool stuff. So I, sure. I like the idea of mixing. It sounded like they do mostly true crime stuff. Uh, so if you dig true crime and you dig craft beer, like a certain, some of us do, uh, check it out. It's called sure. True Crime Brewery. Oh, and also just before I finish the segment, uh, Jingle Friends, was that what it was called? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Also do love actually. Uh, I didn't nice. listen to it because I'm screaming this so, film, but. Jingle Friends. So get back to that one. Double go, double plug. Double, go to Jingle Friends. Yeah. Double down on that one. Well done. Uh, and thus concludes podcasting a wider net for this week. Great segment. Awesome. <laughs> Great segment. Thanks. Thanks for that, Al. I guess that leads us into the ratings We're going to rate now. Whoa. So, Mum, you know Whoa. this, but we're going to explain it anyway. First, we'll do sandwiches. So if, <clears throat> excuse me, if there's any part of the film or if there's any point in the film <clears throat> where you're starting to get distracted, maybe by hunger, whatever, and you go and make a sandwich, it's kind of a bad thing. So... Obviously, the more sandwiches, the worse the film was for you. So, mm-hmm. did you make any sandwiches during this film, metaphoric or real? <laughs> Probably I did, yes. Ooh. Okay. Any mm. particular bits or...? Um, I think the Colin Firth bits. Uh, wow. Much as it was nice to, to watch Colin. Mm. Um, having said Colin. that, the yeah, other, the Colin, other Colin... Um, the guy went to the US. Yeah. Um, and also the stand-in ones. As yeah. I, said, I think we've all agreed that they're useless. Cool. Mm. Um, the rest, no. They, they got married at the end too, by the way. They did. Oh, they did too. They had the ring. Yeah. They had the Who ring. Did? Yeah. Just- the Martin Freeman. So, oh, yeah. The yeah. porno couple. So how are we going to rate the 10-minute <laughs> sequel they're doing for Red Nose Day? We just won't watch it. Okay. No. Yes. Oh, well, well, I'll have to let <laughs> you know. But see, it's an interesting discussion topic because A, Emma Thompson has already pulled out saying too soon after Alan Rickman's death yeah. uh, to go back to that storyline. Yeah. And Bill the, Nye? Is Bill Nye in or out? I can't remember. He's Why do dead. I think he's dead? He's not dead. No, nah, he's, he's not dead. dead. He's no, not I don't dead. think so. Oh, okay. Pretty he sure might be. Um, I hope he's not. And no, I like the that photos, The photos that have been leaked are of Liam Neeson... And Sam and Joanna, same name as his dead mum. Very weird. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, as grown-ups <laughs> coming back clearly from the States by the look of it. Mm-hmm. So that relationship that has stayed, like, okay. which mm. I have problems with. Mm. Yeah. You know. Well, Liam Neeson's son's been off, you know, filming... Um... Shit. Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, he's so been in Game of Thrones. He's been yeah. in Game of Thrones, so he's been busy for the last you know, little while. Sandwiches, Bradley? Does changing a pooey nappy clusters? No, we, no it's, the sandwich scale is... Did you, did, it's pretty, as you said, realistic yeah. or... Can you watch it without pissing off doing something else? No. Sandwiches, definitely. One, maybe two. Okay. Mm. You heard me. I, I ate no sandwiches yeah. because this film was a train wreck. Slaney's made yeah. ten sandwiches before. I want to know. Have I? What was it for? I made ten sandwiches. Wonka, wow. wasn't it? No, nah, I think it, it was Wonka. for Highlander or something. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, it would have been probably Highlander. No, I think it was Wonka. He was Wonka was a massive amount of sandwiches. <laughs> there was more for Highlander. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, Highlander was. <laughs> there a was a peak of sandwiches at some point throughout our history. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was uh, if you give this any less than ten sandwiches on well, that principle, no. See, actually, 
Hang okay. on, you, well, we're, we're still on you, pal. So. Oh, that feedback, oh, no, I feedback. told you. This film was an absolute train wreck that I <laughs> so. could not look away from. Okay. No so you, ma- you made a... You made a oh, so oh, you of course. Away. Yeah, oh, wow. Sorry, I, was, I forgot about that. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, actually, because not I didn't enjoy the film. I watched it because we did a podcast on it. Uh, if I was watching it with my partner, uh, I would absolutely make sandwiches. But maybe for, for a first time viewing, you know, you want to get to the end of it. I wanted to know what was going to happen, and then I was bitterly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, look, uh, you know, if I'd seen it a few times and I was watching it again, I'd probably give it, yeah, a solid five sandwiches. Because uh, there is a couple of funny moments in it, maybe six sandwiches. So, Timmy, how about yourself? Um, oh, look, yeah, I would have made sandwiches. I don't know how many. I Look, I got through it. I was fine. I didn't care neither here nor there um so yeah but i definitely would have made some there were some bits yeah, that i was just like a couple sandwiches you know, dragging there, on <laughs> it took me a while to get into it actually like i would have made sandwiches off the bat mm. i think for this one so mm. now the sand demon scale the important stuff now mum, if you're not familiar with the sand demon scale mm-hmm. which i know you are but um for those at home basically we're rating against bill and ted's excellent adventure which you've banned to have seen many times um it was on the other day actually you get out of town excellent. again awesome I had a great time um so, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, 100%. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, keep that in mind when making up your percentage. It can be over 100, it can be under, you know, whatever. Mm, how do you rate say. it compared to Bill and Ted's? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. This is a really interesting dynamic. This is like a totally different perspective now. You're totally right because yeah. I wouldn't necessarily give Bill and Ted's 100%, you see. <laughs> oh, so, that's part well, of the problem. <laughs> the rating system doesn't give you that choice. So. I, I've just gathered that. <laughs> it just shifts to your, shifts to your scale. Shifts. Yes. <laughs> well... I'd say seventy. Wow! So you actually prefer Bill and Ted's over this over Love Actually? So yes. you, okay, if if I mm. if I came around and said I've got two movies, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Love Actually, which would you pick? At this point, Bill and Ted's because wow. I've watched Love, Love Actually too many times recently. Oh, not no not, no not no. Counting I, that. I see what you mean. Yeah, ah. not no, what's, no no. What's um, the better movie? Yeah, I'd say they were probably equal. So you'd give 100%. it a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. Brad. Brad, Brad's definitely going to give this 180%. You okay, Brad? Is... Um, no, I'm not going to give it 180%. 190? <laughs> no, 200? No, definitely not 200. I'm probably going to go, like, you know, and getting that clarification on the comparison to Bill and Ted's, uh, I'm going to say 10. Oh, that's pretty low. Is that the that's the lowest we've had? Or did I give Highlander a lower than <laughs> No, nah, I think you gave Highlander around about 10 as well. Did I? I think so. what did... Highlander was bad for you. It was a bad episode for yeah, you. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good for Highlander. You weren't a happy chappy that day. It was day. fine for me. It wasn't good for Highlander. <laughs> I, think, I think the three of us gave uh, Revolver somewhere say, close yeah. to 10. Probably combined scores with 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you got, uh, Al? Yeah, not great film. 5%. 5%. Five. Five. Oh. Okay, so how much of that percent was... Um, was um, was uh, was the Bill Nye he seen? Correct. Mm. Uh, I would five <laughs> percent of. I would slightly <laughs> no no. I'd slightly wavered. I'd say three percent to the Bill Nye scene, and two percent to the Emma Thompson character. Okay, maybe a bit oh, more. Yeah. Maybe I'm more pleased about that. Maybe yeah. a bit more. Maybe like the two and a two and a half to. What did I say? Three and a half. Hmm. That adds up to more than five. It does. <laughs> does. That's cool. It wasn't you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Two point one percent. Film was a train wreck. <laughs> Look, the the biggest curiosity for me is why is this so popular? So mm. popular. Yeah. It was such mm. like so in the cultural zeitgeist of not just Christmas movies, but. Like people love. I want to know, Steph, yeah. if you're listening, which I know you're not, but I'll try and get you to listen. 
I want to know more about this. I want to know why you love this so much. Yeah. Mm. It's because it's a fairy tale. Mm. And you've and as I said, I think that makes sense. Speaking I, as mum, I'm most heartened by your reactions to it. <laughs> and and you've taken it very you you've watched it much more seriously than I think they intended that you watch it. And it is a fairy tale and we we've all grown up not necessarily correctly, I hasten to add, with Snow White getting her bloke and Cinderella getting her bloke mm. and everybody lives happily ever after and this is just a modern version of that. Mm. And because it was British, it was very popular in Britain, the Americans started to think, no, maybe this I think that's yeah, I think there's a lot to that. Mm. And, mm. and that's and why I think it's, it's played at Christmas because it's a feel-good movie. But Everyone's that, wishing that that might happen to them. But it's clearly shows that it's a lot easier to get away with if it's like an animated film or something like that because this mm. is in a real context. Yeah. If it, you just it, doesn't sit, it doesn't sit quite so, right. Look, yeah. sorry to harp on, but you if harp you're... I'll, I'm going to harp. Harp, harp, buddy. Yeah. If, if it's something you want, right, if it's the fantasy you're going for... That's wrong. How is that? Mm, yeah, how is not. that being someone who doesn't, who is a cleaner that yeah. doesn't speak the same language, and this guy f- asking you mm. to marry him mm. in the space of five weeks? Like, how is that yeah. something to aspire for? How well, is that's reciprocating on her point though? Yeah, it's not exactly rape. No, I actually I <laughs> agree entirely point. with you. I agree with I agree mm. with everything you said, and you're quite right. Mm. I just don't think that's what the rest of like well no i think there are probably a lot of women if not you'd like to think most women who are unhappy with the way Mm. females are portrayed in that but somehow we we can suspend belief Mm. which you do with most movies because they do different things Mm. um maybe this film needs a disclaimer at the start do not take literally but i think look i i for me, mine's probably higher. I'd probably put mine in the forties, probably, only because I, I, all the issues aside, which I completely agree with, there were plenty of entertaining bits for me and mm. funny little jokes mm. here and there and whatever. Mm. Which you know, at the end of the day, I was just sitting there going, I, I didn't struggle to get through it as much as I was expecting to. Yeah. Mm. But I, there were plenty of issues that were raised in terms of everything that happened and all yeah. that sort of thing. So. Yeah. yeah. So like you I, what? You'd give it forty forty percent. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. That's interesting. That's that's actually a really good point because now I'm thinking like, oh, you know, all the films that I watch, you know, like the, if I watch a terrible action film, there's like a lot I of would things watch. In that I'd, that I'd, I'd probably like, rewatch that over Highlander because yes. Highlander I just found really boring. I, I'm whereas this, this actually podcast. had entertaining. Yeah. And I think I actually gave Highlander take 45. Take that back, Tim. I think I take gave, that back. <laughs> I, gave, I think I gave Highlander, Highlander 45%. So this is over 45%. I think there's better sword flies, better sword fighting in Love Actually than there is in yeah. Highlander as well. So. Yeah, but I mean, in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of the context of being just a romantic comedy mm. that clearly has a lot of issues... Mm. There was still some entertainment value there. I, I, it's hard yeah. to explain what that sure. was, but yeah, sure, sure. I think I think, I think I'd, that's I'm well kind summed of, up. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Actually, I'd give it mm. I'll give it thirty percent, like because mm. yeah, there were moments where I'd laugh my ass off. You know, the Ron Atkinson scene really just did it for me. Like, I just loved that scene; it was so good. And the Bill um, Nye stuff when he we oh, he drew yeah. on that poster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and his comment about the drugs, yeah. waiting oh. until you're famous yeah. and then you get them for free. Yeah. Don't buy drugs. Yeah. 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 So there's definitely yeah. bits in there so, that yeah. you know, were fine. Yeah. Yeah. 30, 30% for me, I'd give it. So Cool. Well, 
um, before we get on to who's who's choosing the next it's one? My turn. The Big Jules. Oh gosh. Um, God help us. <laughs> uh, having said that, last time Cornetto yep. trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. Redeemed. Redeemed. Super. redeemed. I was yeah, about to totally ask, redeemed. what did I choose last time? But yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to find us, well, first off, sandemsfilm at gmail is our email. Um, we're on Facebook, which is probably our main thing. We're at sandemsfilm on Instagram. We're at sdf sdsf pod. On Twitter. Oh, we got a new follower the other day. Did we? Get out of town. How many is that now? That's six. Woo! We have six? <laughs> Watch the dominoes fall. Yeah. Holy hell. Fantastic. <laughs> That's what, well, hang on, does anyone here have Twitter? No. Nah, no. Nah. So there's six just <laughs> random people. Yeah. That, that is, is outstanding. Fantastic. Great stuff, Al. Yeah. Thank you. Thank well, you, everyone. Do we know any of these six people? No. Nah. Flying the flag. Uh, oh, excellent. We're also on Sound- SoundCloud as well for anyone that uses that. Um, iTunes all right. and iTunes oh, and yes. Podcast Addict for Android as well mm. so cool drum roll slain well on. I've gone a, a little simpler uh, for the next episode rather than throwing another crazy spanner in the works kind of film which I'm going to start trying to do more I've got a few good ones lined up uh, but I'm actually going to keep it simple and go with the fifth element oh, hey. so, yeah nice yeah cool. multipass Exactly right. So oh, awesome, good. cool, good choice, mm. good choice. Wow. Well, it's been good. I've really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yep. Mum, well done. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah, been good work. Great, you, great to have you. You were coming out with all sorts of nuggets of information in there. I was oh, very impressed yeah, with brilliant. your your grossing and ah. Mm. Oh, I did my research. Yeah, yeah I'm well impressed. Well <laughs> we didn't. So we, <laughs> and we no. never do. Oh, I forgot to mention. Oh, God. I found an Which article. page was This is on? the third page of information that's about to come. <laughs> I found an article that you should have a read of. It's great. It's called, I Rewatch Love Actually, and I'm here to ruin it for you all. <laughs> it's written by Lindy West, and it's fantastic. Okay. Check it out. It's online. All right. Yeah. It's cool. on... Homework. Where's, where did you, you find it? You can probably just Google it, yeah. I found it on the internet. Whoa. Oh, so it was no internet. specific... <laughs> Nah. Fine. Okay. Is, it, is that if like our last in, episode? Or? If you type in, if you type in Lindy West Love Actually, okay. it'll it'll come up. All right. That sounds a lot like our last episode of I watched Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory and I'm here to ruin it all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> by Tim Oldfield. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Thank you, Mum, for dropping by. Absolutely. And um, pleasure. And we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.